Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Anthony Matana, who's the founder of Hook Audio. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's great, man. Great to see you, Matt. Great to hear from you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been, man, so much has happened since we last saw each other. Three years ago at TechCrunch Disrupt. This year, TechCrunch Disrupt isn't even, you know, happening in person. How the time has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I mean, we've been able to keep in touch for, what, three or four years. I've been watching you hustling. You've been respecting my hustle, so... No, oh, it's, no good. it's good. It's good to now we get to now we get to highlight your hustle and what you're working on on the pod. For people that haven't heard of Hook Audio, do you kind of dive into what it is and what you're working on? Yeah, I like to call Hook Audio the leaders in Bluetooth recording uh, hardware and software technologies. So we're bringing pro grade recording microphones and mobile apps and firmware. Um, to Bluetooth devices, you know, I want I want Hook Audio to be synonymous. If you think of Bluetooth microphones, uh, you're thinking of us. So let's kind of walk through um, the like if I was to purchase a product or kind of your like product suite. Like what what does this look like? Like if I what type of microphones are they? What type of audio? Um, uh, right now that I know if you're launching anything in like the, the near to distant future or you have recently launched something, we'd love to hear kind of like very short term what you're thinking about shipping for products. 
Yeah, so it kind of starts with where my background is and how I got my start in sound recording and why I care about I used to be a, a Broadway sound designer, a theatrical sound designer, makes sound effects for musicals. And sort of my job was telling people the importance of sound and storytelling. And when I couldn't really get that message across, um, I tried to figure out why. And for me, I felt it was because we don't have as accessible sort of sound upgrade recording tools like we do video on our phones, right? We've got that little green square on the focus of the screen or adjust brightness or saturation, but we don't have that when it comes to recording sound. And I want people to care about sound and I think they need the power to be able to capture it themselves. So when I looked into solutions to bringing better audio recording to everyone, right? Not just professionals, I looked to Bluetooth. Uh, Bluetooth is this pretty amazing technology that continues to get better that if you can sort of accomplish it and master it from the recording side, you know, there's something there. Uh, I kind of say Bluetooth microphones are where Bluetooth headphones were, say, eight to nine years ago. Right? They kind of exist. They're really expensive. They look like crap. And uh, they don't really work. There's dropouts. That's the real concern about dropouts. So I said, you know what, if I can bring wireless recording to mobile devices, cameras, computers, everything, and via Bluetooth, there's something there. So our first product that launched in 2017 was called the Hookverse. And the Hookverse is a pair of Bluetooth headphones with built-in microphones in each earbud designed to capture sound identically to the way you hear the world. It's called binaural audio. It's what I used in Broadway sound design. And it's a really amazing way to capture sound on your mobile device or your camera. So you'd put them on, you'd start a recording. Instead of using the built-in mic on the phone, it would override it from the mics in each of our earbuds, done wirelessly through our proprietary pro-grade Bluetooth recording codec. And you'd have this video that essentially felt like the GoPro of sound, right? This immersive audio that you could listen back and be transported into the head of the recordist to hear what they hear. So there was two kind of amazing things with that, right? Binaural recording to the masses, but also doing it wirelessly through Bluetooth. And I wanted to build upon that. I wanted to expand upon that. And I looked to avenues and areas where Bluetooth recording could also still excel. And that's when I got into the field of sort of lapel or lavalier microphones, right? For those who don't know, a lapel mic is a sort of clip-worn microphone that is designed to capture the voice. So think of podcasters, YouTubers doing tutorials, uh, what we're doing right now, communicating on, on, on Zoom. There is room for a much better vocal mic to be there, and it can be wireless, and it be, can be contained, and it can work on any device. So that's where the concept of Hook Lav was born. And Hook Lav is a wearable, sleek, stylish lapel mic that's designed to be concealed in the clothes um, to capture audio to any device. You can pair two of them to one phone and do an interview. You can do one to your phone. You can even send audio from one to the other, what's called receiver mode, and have that receive it and pump audio out into the line-in jack of, say, a camera or a GoPro, something that doesn't have Bluetooth, just like your standard RF belt pack microphone would work. Um, we launched this on Kickstarter uh, about 16 days ago. We've raised over $400,000 now in, I think, 15 days um, on Kickstarter, and we're planning to ship this product as well as a V2 of our first product, the Verse, uh, in the spring of next year. Well, congrats on the new product and the, on the progress on Kickstarter. Um, that's awesome. It's like, you know, 
I think that um, anytime I see, like, I, I remember I tried to launch something and it's like very hard, right? You need something really good, a great distribution plan, a great, like a great plan. And just congrats on your success on that. I'm curious for you, um, as you, you know, put together your first product now, putting out your second, upgrading your, your first, um, what are some lessons that you've taken away from building specifically in hardware, um, building actual like products, um, not, you know, playing with like code, but actually shipping physical things. I, I live in the world of, of bits where I like, you know, I do code software, things like that. And I have an utmost amount of respect for people that can do hardware. So you kind of kind of share some of your, some of your, um, kind of lessons, things that you learned as you've gone about this company. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I kind of hated the phrase for the first few years because everyone was saying it as they were sort of shutting the door on my face, which is hardware is hard. And um, unfortunately, it really, really is. <laughs> Just from like all aspects, right? Getting fundraising to fund it, uh, finding the people to help develop it, uh, finding the people to help manufacture it, living in a world where all of our manufacturing is now overseas and in Asia. It's really hard and it requires a lot of money. And so I think the biggest thing is that I recognized early on, if I was going to do this, that maybe contrary to maybe other startups, like you might do a web app or a mobile site, you need to acknowledge that like, you're not going to make any money for like five years, like it is a good amount of time. I sacrificed a lot. All the money that's come into the company um, has gone right back into it. I have not paid myself up until really what's going to be this campaign for the first time. I lived with family for two years. Um, I kept everything very lean. I kept, you know, the team all remote. We didn't do an office. So the reality is, is it's just a lot of money. And if you can sort of from the get-go find backing that can support that, it's just a good amount of, of money that needs to be put into software development, hardware development, prototyping, manufacturing, and the team behind it. You know, if I knew what it was, it's weird because I probably wouldn't do it because I would just see what that would take. And I just think like I would never get into that. So in some ways it's amazing. In some ways I'm thankful that I was so naive and passionate about this coming from theatrical sound design, but like, you know, Aside from like putting health monitoring and health tracking in this, I picked the hardest thing possible. I mean, <laughs> firmware, mobile apps, hardware, you know, made for iPhone certifications, a mobile app. Like I really just dove in. And uh, that's what you hear with a lot of these guys that do these really hard things. They're like, I didn't know any better. And um, I'm no exception. But I've been passionate about this since day one. I mean, we launched our Kickstarter for the verse in 2014. And so we launched the next one exactly six years later. And it's brought me some amazing experiences, it's brought me some amazing places. It's brought me no money, but um, at the same time, it's enough to survive. I mean, for me, my thing was always, I want to pay my rents and run hook. And that's all that mattered for me right now. And I knew the rest would kind of come into play, but there is no argument that hardware can be hard, especially at a time like this when we're manufacturing overseas. And if you were to kind of zoom out, um, let's say, and look at the next 10 years of Hook or the next 20 years as far as you want to look, um, what do you think it looks like then? What are products that you've developed by, by then? Or I guess in other words, what is your big vision and what direction are you rowing in every day with Hook Audio? 
So think about all the different types of microphones that are out on the market. You know, I like to look at microphones almost like a camera lens, right? There's no one size fit all camera lens to do exactly what you want to do with video shooting. And the same goes with microphones. The way in which we're capturing and creating content right now, even like what we're doing right now, right? From our homes on a computer or doing a live stream on Facebook Live um, on our phones. A lot of the microphones are not accessible and versatile enough to work with all of these devices. And it is my belief and it's our belief that the sort of codec or protocol to make that is Bluetooth. And so I feel like Hook Audio is a great opportunity to bring a lot of these traditional types of microphones that we like, whether it's a lapel, whether it's your desktop USB Yeti that you're using right there or a boom mic, there's no reason why these can't be Bluetooth. Um, and we wanna bring that. That being said too, we're also sort of focused on the immersive audio market. You know, I feel like the future of the way in which we capture and share sound is immersive. We can't get any like higher fidelity. We try HD, we got 96 kilohertz. That's not the next step in sound. It's not this clearer, clearer sound. It's something that gets beyond the stereo image of left and right. It's all around you. So the future of audio is immersive, it's versatile, it's portable, and it has to be affordable. And for every great shift in a medium, there are devices that make it as easy to create as it is to consume, right? The CD player had the CD burner, the tape deck had the tape recorder. If we're gonna get into immersive audio, if we're gonna get into these types of things that are about playback experiences, they're be devices that make it as easy to create as it is to consume and that's where i want hook audio to fill and to make that happen you'll need a lot of help right just like with any company and luckily everyone listening to this podcast knows the question coming and the question is how can the forward-thinking founders community help you make that vision happen um, are you looking for customers potential people to back a kickstarter are you looking for employees are you looking you know for for investors what is an ask that you have for the listeners in a way we can help? There's always, uh, there's kind of two things I, I put in that, that I feel like I've learned when you're trying to get help or you're trying to finish something. One of which is I say is never let perfect get in the way of good enough. And that happens a lot with hardware. And that happens a lot when you start something. There's a potential that you never get the thing across the finish line because you needed it to be absolutely perfect um and really it could have just been good enough and you could have done it and that's a big thing i find a lot of people have the other thing that i i find is in the process you you pay people in what you have and that changes and that goes up and down constantly as a founder of a startup sometimes you have equity and sometimes you have cash and you never have both <laughs> not until you're like really there and so you have to understand that and you have to use both of those sort of, I could say, currencies in a way that's advantageous. My job, because it's always bootstrapped, because it's always hard, is I need to sell people on the passion of what this is, that we are actually doing something different. And for a lot of people, they don't ever get that opportunity to participate in something that is actually different. They have these, you know, sort of regular jobs that don't get that excitement. So I can sort of fulfill that where I can't provide the sort of I think finances of a larger company. And that's what I have to play with. Um, in terms of what we need help on is, yeah, I mean, I'm in the business of selling hardware, in the business of selling units. I, as a creative myself, 
am passionate about giving other creatives the tools to be creative with. And so we sell units. We sell units and we sell a different type of microphone for a different type of creator. Um, so that's, that's kind of the big thing. Does that answer? I feel like I answered two things there. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. I guess like if there's anything that you are um, like right now, if you had like something you were pushing, for example, like your, your case, you said you just launched on Kickstarter. Um, oh yeah. Back you, our Kickstarter. Yeah. If they wanted to, cause yeah, that's definitely as someone, you know, as a founder myself, I know there's like th there's events that happen that are important in different points of a company. It sounds like an important one for you. If someone wanted to check out the Kickstarter, how do they find it? Do they just, what do they search into the search bar? How can someone check it out? Totally. Yeah. If you go to the Kickstarter page, you're going to search hook love. That's H O O K E love. You'll find the product right there. I believe uh, we have like 15, 16 days left on the campaign. Um, it's your chance to get the product up to 45% off our retail. It'll retail for 179. Right now you can get it anywhere from 40 to 45% off, depending on if you're getting a, a two pack or a four pack. So that's gonna be the best deal for it. Uh, once we do that, we enter mass production and uh, we're trying to, to ship in the spring. But yeah, that would be the best way. And I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a creator yourself or do interviews. This is the microphone for that. Also, I can attest, I, back in 2017, I tried the first product and like, like you, you ship great products. Like it worked and it worked beautifully. And the reason I bought it is because you demoed me at the TechCrunch disrupted floor. And like, after I tried it, I'm like, holy crap, like this actually, like this works. So I, I, you have my like, for everyone listening, Anthony has like my stamp of like, this guy can ship awesome products. Uh, um, and so I hope you all back it. If someone wanted to check more, check more about what you're doing, do you have a website? Can they find you on social media? Is there an email? If someone just wanted to learn more, how can someone get kind of get in touch? Yeah, all of our social handles are really easy. We're at Hook Audio for Instagram, Facebook. I'd really encourage you guys to check out our YouTube channel because we have hundreds and hundreds of videos captured in this immersive audio from our first product, The Verse. All you got to do is listen on a pair of headphones and feel transported. And then our website is hookaudio.com. That's H-O-O-K-E audio.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Matt. It's a pleasure to see you and hear you again. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising. The early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, 
We have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.